0: Hey guys, we are back for Bop to This Music episode two. I can't believe we're here episode two already, Drew. Yeah, we are lasting longer than
1: some TV TV shows have lasted, so uh, that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, um, we really appreciate everyone's feedback on the last episode. Um, I love hearing people getting their nails done listening to it or driving to their clinicals listening to it. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard a couple of those. Um, So it's really encouraging. We also realized last episode was an hour long. Yeah, I got a few complaints (laughs) from people. Like, oh,
1: I would listen if it wasn't
0: a whole hour. Sarcastic complaints. Our true friends listen to the entire thing. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think it also was an an hour long because it was our first episode. This one, we're aiming to be about 30 minutes here. Yeah, we may
1: get to exactly 30 minutes. We may go over, so don't. Don't kill us if we go over.
0: Yeah, so before we begin, um, just recap, we're going to go into profiling four different songs today, day um, and then talking about a pick of the week and a new yeah. song.
1: so this is a little new feature on our show, so we're already adding new things to the mix early on, and it's going to be basically highlighting an artist that not many people know of, just so we can... Puts new music out there, new artists, get them exposed. New faces, new pop stars,
0: yeah. new pops. Um, and then we'll outro it out. Um, but also we're going to integrate a lot of new features. Want to tell you guys now, if you have any thoughts or feedback, we'd love to have you submit your own audio messages that we can put you on air on our next episode. Yeah.
1: We're using a new program to record and it allows you to leave these voice messages. So it's really cool. So it's kind of like calling into a radio show, except yeah. us not responding right away. Yeah. So, But if you do leave a voice message, then we will respond to it. And we
0: encourage you to debate us or give words of support on the bops and flops that we have. So why don't we get started, Drew? Let's do it. All right.
1: All right. So the first song that we are going to review today is um, Back to You by Selena Gomez. And... This song is featured on the 13 Reasons Why uh, soundtrack, which just came out on Netflix this past weekend, if anyone's interested. But we're not going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about the song. Um,
0: I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this one. (laughs) Yeah, so I am a big fan of Selena Gomez. Um, I have been since... Um, I would say Selena Gomez and the scene and oh God, love you. Like a love song. I think that record really got me into her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very talented artist, obviously. Um, you mean you didn't follow her back to her wizards of Waverly no. plays? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I did not. I mean, I just <laughs> didn't Sorry, with the swear. Um, I no, I didn't like Disney channel. I was more of a Nickelodeon person. Um, but no, I, I like Selena Gomez a lot. And this song, um, it's funny because when I was listening to it, I looked back in the interview that Selena Gomez had talked about the song, and mm-hmm. like she hit the nail on the head. The song follows a structure that's very similar to her past singles, which are It Ain't Me and Wolves, um, yes. in that they're kind of this acoustic-like feel, and then they move into a very pop, a light EDM mm-hmm. um, touch for the cor- post-chorus. Yeah. So – I think it's similar structure to what she's done the song in my opinion is it's, it's kind of basic i would say what would you say
1: so that was my one complaint about it was that it was too much similar to her past singles yeah. it has the same same message and theme of Literally. those past mm-hmm. singles it has the same sound of those singles with the edm mixed yeah. with the acoustics and the guitar and I just think it's really repetitive and it's nothing new that she's creating
0: here. It's, it's very much like those past singles. Well, I think she knows that. And I think that's why she said this. When I saw the interview, I'm like, Oh, she knows this because she said, yeah, you know, it's basically kind of follows that similar structure. So I felt like let's introduce it. Um, people will be used to that kind of sound sure. and for the soundtrack and I'm like, okay, I get it. You're phoning it in. You're going to release a song to promote your show. Right. Um, that's what she's doing here. Basically. Um, yeah.
1: And when I saw that it was on the 13 reasons why soundtrack, I was thinking to myself, well, is this really music that you want to make or mm-hmm. is this just
0: uh promotional? Well, it could be that, strategy. I mean, the song has a good message. You know, I think, everyone in their life has had someone that they just find themselves going back to. We all know who the person is in her song. Right. Obviously yeah. Justin, Justin Bieber. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think it's definitely a phone in. Um, but personally, I mean, I'm just it to me, it gets me excited for her new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but last night she was at Taylor Swift's concert performing Hell oh, Myself. Didn't see that. So she I think she's inching her way out there. And I think this is going to be ultimately a stepping stone into her next era. Mm-hmm. Um, SG three, as people are dubbing it. <laughs> um, but I'm it it gets me excited. I, I would say it's a good kind of buzz track.
1: Interesting, because See, I haven't been a fan, a huge fan of It Ain't Me or Wolves.
0: You weren't a fan of It Ain't Me? I liked it, but it
1: I think it just got really tiresome for me because they it. always played it on the radio. No. But
0: it, Again, why don't listen to the radio? I
1: did not like it as much as her revival, her revival album. Yeah. That album was full of bops. bops and just really good music, and I thought It Ain't Me was a step down from that. Mm. And so because... I haven't had really good Selena music since revival. I'm kinda of disappointed.
0: Yeah, well, those tracks weren't hers. Kaigo owned It Ain't Me. Marshmallow was all wolves. So yeah. I'm glad she's I mean, she I'm glad she's staying in the limelight. She knows she needs to do that. Mm-hmm. She's going through her personal troubles at Lupus and all of that. So I'm glad she's staying in the limelight. Except, hey, honey, you need to hurry up because get yourself in the studio. Finish that record because we're not going to be able to stay tuned as long with these mediocre pop songs. Well, what was, what was
1: the two songs she released last year? She released
0: Uh, fetish and, um, uh, Oh my God, that one that everyone loved, but I didn't. Um, (laughs) Oh, bad liar. But those, but those were for her record. Yeah. That was going to come out, but they flopped. Well,
1: I liked bad liar. I I wasn't a fan of fetish, but those, I liked those more than these EDM tracks that she's put out. So, I mean, if I could get more of that type of Selena sound, I'd be happy.
0: I think she needs to work on building her next sound because it's coming down on the wire here and she needs to keep herself relevant. Um, So I'm going to go into labeling this kind of a flop. And I never thought I would do that for a Selena song, but Mm -hmm. um, hey, Selena, I love you. You need to get it together. (laughs) Release some inventive music. Keep us interested
1: and in tune with your career. I'm going to call it a flop as well. I wanted to like it. I listened to it multiple times. To I was trying to like it, but it just did not grow on me, and it—it's not one I will go to as far as. A regular listen So yeah. I'm going to call it a flop
0: Selenators We need to know your feedback So <laughs> please Instagram Tweet Facebook us At Music. We'd love to hear your feedback Leave us some comments On bop to this Um We'd love to hear you We'll maybe add you In our next episode So this is Back to you was back to you by Selena Gomez, which we labeled a flop. Um, <laughs> but now we're gonna go into our next track, which is girls and I'm gonna rattle off all the artists on this song It go for it. Rita Ora's song with featuring Cardi B, BB Rexa and Charlie XeX. Um, the track is basically about enjoying life um, but the fact that they may want to kiss girls when they've had a couple of drinks yeah um the
1: lyrics are really interesting i think because when i first heard the lyrics i was wondering hey is this kind of
0: controversial did i hit your mind when you first heard the song
1: yeah i was not the fact that like kissing girls is wrong girls kissing girls is wrong but the fact that these females are just saying oh you know after a few drinks i i enjoy kissing girls so My initial reaction was, oh, is this going to... Rattle people? Is this going to rattle the LGBT community? Are they going to think, oh, they're just thinking of kissing girls as something that you could just do if you want. And thinking of it more as a choice rather than
0: being born as... And the alcohol-induced or something. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I'm glad you thought that because when I first heard the song, I did not think about that. Um, but when I saw the controversy after that, Mm I'm like, Oh, I can see that. the lyrics and the fact that red wine and I want to kiss girls, 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 that is definitely a little bit antiquated of a thought. Um, but I would say, honestly, when I first heard the song, I'm like, I just want to wear pink t-shirt right (laughs) now and go drive down Lakeshore drive in the daylight and blast the song because it's such a feel good track. I mean, I mean, who doesn't love when pop females come together to produce a great song? Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, you have all these great artists on there. I mean, especially I don't think any of them are very homophobic in any way at all. Oh, no,
1: not at all. So I don't think that was the message they were trying to Uh convey. Exactly. And I honestly don't know. Any of their sexual preferences? Well, a few of them
0: have said since this song that they have Kiss Girls, and they've enjoyed it. Okay. Rita Ora said that. BB Rexha. Um, Cardi B. And they've, so they've been on defense of the song mm-hmm. um, on social media. And to be honest, I think I, I, I want to see them just own it and say, so, you know what? It's not that. We're still going to go full-fledged with this promotion. My fear is that people have been so up in arms about the song mm-hmm. that they're not going to promote it or release a music video. Yeah. And that would be a huge mess if they did that.
1: Yeah, I I definitely don't think they should do that because it is a great song, sonically. Mm-hmm. And after thinking about it a little more, I thought, oh, maybe this is more so kind of supporting gender and sexual fluidity.
0: That's what kind of Rita Ora's stance was.
1: Yeah. Saying like, Oh, well I I don't identify with heterosexual, homosexual. I'm just kind of fluid with my sexuality. So Mm -hmm. I totally can see how the song matches up with that message. Um, But as far as the sound of it, it's, I I didn't want to reveal my, uh, my, classification of it yet but um <laughs> uh, it's really
0: upbeat Yes, it's perfect
1: for summer it's i, I wrote it down in my notes it's got that potential song of the summer i literally
0: quality. totally totally agree with you It. I mean, if they promote the song, and the fact that Rita Ora was very smart to add in multiple artists and to add Cardi B, mm-hmm. Cardi B, I mean, she's big, right? Now. I'm not gonna lie, her first sounds a little out of place on the song, though. Um, but I think that if I mean, it was strategic. She wanted she wanted a hit. Rita well, Ora has not had a hit in the U S. yet. This could be it. Yeah, and that's unfortunate
1: because Rita Ora has a really good handful of songs. Yeah, she has
0: good chemistry.
1: I'm trying to think off the top of my head So I of will never let you down that one.
0: That amazing underrated bop.
1: How We Do, that was one of that was yeah. her initial uh, song when she came out, which I really liked. Um, she, her last song, um, what's it called? Uh, anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one too. I like that one too. So she she needs a bop yeah. for herself to kind of let herself be known to not just the uk
0: but to listeners in america too i'm really happy she gave some love to charlie xcx charlie Xx, for those who don't know um had that boom clap song and was on fancy she is just an amazing pop artist have you listened to mm-hmm. any anyver- have you listened to mixtapes yet i have okay. yes they're amazing yeah I mean, they're she's just good. an amazing pop artist so i'm glad you gave her some love i mean why don't we move into it i mean despite all the controversy I think it is a total bop, A plus, everything, yes. Yes.
1: I am calling this the best female collaboration song since Bang Bang.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I can, I'm on the board.
1: featured Ariana, Nicki, and Jessie J, so I'm gonna call this a big old bop. Cool. Well, bop it is. Yes, and why don't you decide for yourself if it's a bop or a flop? Here is Girls by Rita Ora, featuring Cardi B, TV
0: Rexa and Charlie X. Here we go. You should know. Hey. All summer we've been in the booth. 68 Chevy with nothing to do. Just rolling J. Kristalvin. And last no, night we go with the dude. I saw him, he was looking at you. So I said, J. Hey. Kristalvin. Sometimes I just wanna kiss you.
1: So that was "Girls" by the, the quad, core, the four <laughs> artists we just uh, told you about. So, um, hope you enjoyed that because we sure did. The next song we are going to be focusing on is "Solo" by the orchestral band. I guess what they are. I think they're known for their string instrumentation. Yeah, Clean Bandit. Clean bandits featuring the vocals of Demi Lovato. Um, and if you're not familiar with Clean Bandit, I'm sure you are. You might not just not recognize the name. They have be, been behind some of the bigger pop songs in the last few years. They were behind Rather Be, which was a huge... Oh,
0: I hate that song so do? much. I hate it. Oh, my
1: it's gosh. Fun. That song, when I did it on the radio, I would hear it all damn time. I'm like, I guess I just stop have it. an affinity for Jess Glenn. Yeah, he loves <laughs> Jess Flop <laughs> as I like to love, lovingly refer her as. But more recently, they were behind Symphony with Zara Larson. Another one I didn't like. And they were also behind uh, Rockabye with Emily. Oh, yeah, yeah, and
0: Sean Paul, right?
1: Yes. So they have had some hits out there. Um and now they're bringing Demi Lovato into the fold,
0: oh, or Demi Lovato's coming to that. So <laughs> I, when, I, when, I, when I saw this on my um, Apple Music re- new releases of the week, uh-huh. I'm like, first of all, I did not know Demi Lovato was coming out with new stuff, and then I'm like, okay, and then I saw it was Clean bad. I'm like, oh great, I'm like, I'm. I've not liked any of their music really. Um, and when I saw that, I'm like, Demi Lovato has released a lot of one-off collaborations. She mm-hmm. um, codes with, right. Yes. Last um, and and summer. Yeah, last summer. And then we had Jack Jones instruction um, yeah. recently. And then now this one, I think she's done a couple others, but it's kind of like, all right, I feel like these, Demi's using these like random collaborations as an opportunity to go outside of her artistic Ability. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what, what her approach is here, but I'm kind of getting over it. I mean, I feel like she's been doing it way too much, and I just need her release. Well, she's probably trying to
1: build off that success she had with the Cheat Code song, because that song that was, was... Was that that big, though? It was really popular last summer. On um, the yeah. radio? Yeah.
0: Again, I'm not a radio person, so Drew's my
1: radio expert <laughs> here. Yeah, they were playing that all, all the time last summer. Mm. So I'm guessing she's trying... Because she didn't find that much success with her album
0: last, last fall. Um, yes and no. Sorry, not sorry. That was playing everywhere. Yeah. that's um, true. I mean, she was very strategic in that, but I mean, she, I think she, yes, I agree. So that's a good point. She, her last album was very R and B influenced mm-hmm. and she knew that. So fun fact, did you know the middle was supposed to be her? Oh, instead of Maren Martin. Yep. But she was... chose not to include, I don't know who the hell's not to be honest. <laughs> um, but she chose not to include it as her first single on her last album. So they said, no, we get, we can't give it to you them because we need Mm -hmm. someone to release it as a single. So she got off that, but I think she knows she has, and she said that she's, I mean, in the interview, they're like, yeah, she wanted to be more on being that record. Mm -hmm. And so she knows she has a sound she wants to get, um, to establish her career, but she also has to release bops in order to be invisible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if this makes an impact on radio, because um, uh, let me just talk about how I thought the song lands. Um, I thought it was kind of addictive once you hit the chorus, like that wanna, uh, uh, uh. that stuttery part. Yeah, yes, yes. I love that. I want to, uh, uh, but I'm brokenhearted. Yeah. Um, and then that solo, solo. I mean, it's kind of like a whiny tone to mm-hmm. it, but it still gets caught in your head really quickly. It's an earworm. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I think because it is, it does have that addictive quality. It might, it might make an impact.
0: I think if she promotes it, I don't think she's going to promote it though. I think she's smart in realizing that she has to focus on the record that she put out in the fall Mm -hmm. uh, and that this is just kind of a fun collaboration. I don't think clean bandit has enough name behind them, but maybe they do. Um, I think when a record, um, program director, um, radio program director is looking at a label and he gets all these different songs that might stick out to him, um, or her, but I think that, I don't know, it's a little bit repetitive in a weird way. Um, I thought it would actually be a Spanish song at first when I saw the word solo. Cause I oh. really, that's, my mind was like, Oh, solo, like it's gonna be like another Spanish song from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I mean, I got to say, I, I feel like I relate to the lyrics. I mean, it has that, the stutter represents like all the miscombobulations of confusion that you can yeah. have sometimes. And I feel like sometimes I'm at that state where I have confusion of like, what do I want here? Mm-hmm. And like in and romantic life. And this kind of is a good representation of that feeling. And I think it does a good job with the production wise to represent that.
1: Yeah. As far as the lyrics, I said that it's basically about thinking about an ex and being alone but then wanting to get on with the other part of mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. right? She talks about, I want to, fa- va- I want But she doesn't know what she wants though, period. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't know how to move on from that. So I thought the lyrics were pretty strong. Um, and I didn't think about that discombobulation. Yeah. Part. That's so a I thought of. That's, that's a really interesting. Um, Take. S- yeah. Interesting suggestion. I like that. Um, Flopper bop. I'm going to call it a bop. Actually. Yeah. I'm going to call it a flop. (laughs) Why why do you think it's a bop? I just think because it's, it's addictive. Like I, I just listened to it on Friday and I found myself singing the, singing the lyrics in my head yesterday. Did you? So because it's got that addictive quality, I'm going to call
0: it a bop. Yeah. So I'm going to call it a flop just because I have not found myself, as much as I liked it upon a couple listens, I didn't find myself like wanting to go back to it right away, um, but then again, I admittedly sometimes take a little bit to warm up to a song, mm-hmm. so it could have that later on. Um, but yeah, I just don't think it's going to stick. It's solo, awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> Here is solo by Clean Bandit with Demi Lovato, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us some comments on our blog or send us a voice note. Since you've been gone, been dancing on my own This boy's up in my zone, but they can't turn me on Cause baby you're the only one I'm coming for I can't take no more, no more, no more I wanna f***, but I'm broken-hearted. brokenhearted But I like to party, but I got no solo was the first time we think we've disagreed on one flopper bop yeah so w- wasn't as passionate though as probably could have been it was kind of anticlimactic i feel like we would have could have debated more for our first one could have got the claws out yeah <laughs> someday it will come out guys um so our next song that we're going to be profiling is a collaboration between pharrell and camila cabello uh for sangria line um so camila cabello as you know is from fifth harmony she has released—I don't want to say bops—but released some hits mm-hmm. um, over the last year, uh, most notably "Havana," which I do not know for I was involved in as well. Um, oh, I, didn't I just know that yeah, I just read that storyfully. Um, I wanted to verify that, but did not have time. Um, but basically, "Sangria Wine" is a very Latin-influenced track, very similar to "Havana," um, uh, kind of eerily similar, I would say, in a weird way. Um, I think that. This song is, first of all, it's random. It's not part of her record. It's not part of Pharrell's no. record. It's just a collaboration. Random single. Yeah. And when I saw
1: that it was coming out, I'm like, what? Shouldn't she be like promoting her album or something? Well, she's
0: been singing it on her um, her solo tour. Oh, has um, she? Yeah, she has been. Um, I had heard a clip of it singing it live. I think she knows that she's out of singles for her album, Camila. Well, you agree? yeah. I would say
1: that's a true statement yes. because never, be, even though never be the same, never be the same mm-hmm. is still still Kick strong him. at the radio spot and on the charts. There's not really much left to choose from no. amongst those other songs. No, not that it's a bad record. It's a chill Latin record, but it's chill. That's a thing. Yeah, there's so no hits on there. There's nothing radio worthy to put out although, besides
0: the ones she's already put out. Although "Into it is is like an amazing track. Do you like that one? I do like that one. I yeah. wish she released that one. But I know it's not going to make an impact. And she knows that time is of the essence. And she wants a song of the summer, so she teamed up with Pharrell to release another Latin-influenced song. Yeah, that's what I thought when I saw the Latin. It was like, oh, are they trying to go
1: the Despacito uh, route? Everyone is. And trying to everyone is. cross over to Latin and trying to make a big summer hit. But... In my opinion, it just doesn't work for me. Really? No, not at all. Number one, I cannot stand Pharrell as a musical artist. Shut up. I cannot. Really? No, not at all. I hated Happy uh, okay. with a When a singing. Okay. Yeah, when he's singing. I don't okay. mind his production okay. or, or his writing or whatever else he does. Mm-hmm. But when he is singing on a track, it,
0: it just makes me mad actually does it really yes see i don't mind him as a musical performer um you know i think uh, i think he, he does well in his background vocals um mm-hmm. he's created a lot of great hit tracks for britney for madonna um for a lot of other people he's gonna be working with ariana grande on her upcoming yeah. album he, he knows how to make hit tracks mm-hmm. um so just smart by pairing up with him again um but to be honest like I mean, I'm kind of hesitant on her going forward with this path. I mean, they're performing it tomorrow on the Billboard Music Awards. Mm. Um, so she knows she's trying to gun for that hit. Um, but I am just not completely sold. But then again, um, one of my best friends, um, Mike, is obsessed with the damn track. Really? Yeah, he's obsessed. But And I would say his musical taste is definitely that of someone that just loves to dance and like go to a club and stuff like that. So if I like to bounce off tracks on people. And I feel like if his demographic enjoys that, like, mm-hmm. I think that it might do well just because it's simple. It's monotonous. It's, it's kind of basic in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, it is basic. I mean, I appreciate that Camilla or Camila, however you want to say her name is showing off her, her Spanish singing song yeah. sing, singing abilities. But yeah, I mean, if it does fit with that de- demographic, then it might have a chance of, of doing
0: well. Although I I think it's cringeworthy. I, yeah, I just, it's a little, a little too repetitive. It's like, it's like over and over, like, the only part I like of the song I could really like is like how at the end it kind of like drops and then it has the outro that's like mm-hmm. kind of a slow, like boom, 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 that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Just for that alone, I think I'll add it to one of my cycle playlists eventually. Yep. But other than that, I'm not too sold on it. So I'm going to go ahead and label it. Oh, okay, I'm only going to flop, but I know it's going to be a bop for the other gay guys in the world. But
1: that's not what we make our decision know, on. We make our decision on
0: whether we think, I think it's, it's a fun. good song I think it's. A, I think it's a bad song. I think it's a bad song. Um, but then again, I did not like Havana, and that proved me wrong. I'm going to call it a bop because... Uh, or, no, Wait, not a bop. Oh, right, I was like, right, what? Right, sorry, not yeah. a bop at
1: all. It's a flop. I was going to say bops are often considered songs that do perform well but we are basing our decision on the texture everything the aesthetic the sonic m- sonic quality, Lyrical, quality. yeah so because of that it does not work for me it's a flop and even if it does do
0: great i'm gonna tell you drew and i are gonna be sitting here in about two months and we're gonna be like Fucking annoyed because this will be playing everywhere on the radio. I, I can already see it now. Yeah. yeah, shaking our heads because we're like, "Why no. is this of all songs doing well?" So many other songs that deserve that, like Girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so here is Sangria San Wine
1: by Pharrell and Camila Kabin.
0: Let us know your thoughts, y'all. <laughs> sangria wine, sangria wine, sangria wine, to the wine. Sanrio wine, Sanrio wine, Sanrio wine.
1: So sound off in the comments about what you thought of that one. Um, So right now we're going to do our bopper flop roundup where we choose three songs that we're not going
0: to really profile, but we're going to go quickly go through and, Highlight them as a bopper of lot honorable mentions, and we're going to kick off with "Let You Be Right" by Megan Trainer. Uh, Megan Trainer released two new songs: "Let You Be Right" and I don't even know the other one name. I don't know either. I mean, okay,
1: it wasn't as good as "Let You Be Right."
0: So. <laughs> be honest, Megan Trainer. I don't know if her career is going to be around much longer. <laughs> I'm just, just going to say that right now. Oh my god! Uh, I'm being honest. I think these songs are kind of trying a little too hard, mind you. Let you be right. It's a little fun. It's, it's it's flavorful, I would say. I said it was funky
1: and breezy. That's, were, that's a
0: really good way to describe were it. Were my
1: descriptions of it. And I think it's appropriate that it's coming out around summertime. Yeah. Um, I really did like no excuses from Megan uh, Trainor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> to <wanna> throw up. <laughs> but I mean, she should be happy than giving her a compliment at all because <laughs> I hate Megan Trainor. I. Hated all about that bass. Yeah. I hated her whole other era with um, My Name Is No. Yeah. That was so A little bad. better from that
0: album was amazing. Have you heard that one yet? Um, yeah. So this one, I would, I mean, it's, uh, I would say a very, 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 very low form of a blop, but borderline flop. <laughs> it's, it's like in between, honestly, it's purgatory. Yeah. I would say it's.
1: More leaning toward the bop ends yeah. rather than the flop ends. Spectrum. Yeah.
0: Uh next track is De Nero by J-Lo DJ Khaled and again, did you know it caught B. Yeah, she's, she's all, all over track. the place. Jeez. So
1: I did not like this one at all. Shut up. I didn't. I thought it was so cheesy. Those lyrics, I quiero, quiero, dinero, like, ugh. It just, I mean. That's so funny. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I thought the lyrics were cheesy. I thought that J-Lo, it was just a misstep for her. What? Yeah. And DJ Khaled. No. Usually I don't like anything DJ Khaled
0: touches, so. Okay, he barely's on here, which is the thing. It's his production, obviously, but like his it's like like only one spot I think. right but i would hate it even more if he was more
1: present on the track yeah. but his production i'm not a, a fan of overall
0: um so maybe it's my latin blood but maybe. i like the song i know structurally it's, it's basic it's it's nothing inventive at all but oh my god j-lo makes me like shake my tips back like Drew probably saw me like jamming in my chair. I'm like, okay. Like the fact that, you know, it's a very Latin influence. Um, JLo's merging her English and Latin. I think she's going to promote it as her summer song. Um, she's on the BBBMAs tomorrow. I, if she's smart, she'll promote this one and not El Anillo, which is a solo Spanish song. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was smart to bring on Cardi B to help amp that up a bit. Cardi B, sounds more at ease on this song than at girls. I would say, wouldn't you agree? She sounds more like, yeah, she
1: seems more in her element, in her element on this song, which makes sense. It's very trap heavy. It's got those R and B beats behind it. So makes me want to have margaritas and dance all night. Well, (laughs) so I say it's a bop. I feel like there's better Latin pop songs out there than this one. So it's a flop for me. It's a bop. It's a total bop. No, sorry. sorry. I disagree. (laughs) Um, Next track is, is Mad Men Worlds, World, which is by Bonnie McKee. And Bonnie McKee, she is more famous, I'd say, for writing, writing songs, especially for the likes of Katy Perry.
0: um Britney, Britney Spears. Yeah. A lot of pop artists. She kind of has kind of peaked at her prime already, um, and she knows that because the sound of pop music has changed. It's not as predictable. It's kind of leaning more towards urban. Um, but Bonnie McKee is a talented songwriter. Mm-hmm. This track is very nice little tropical elements to it, um, but has great message and that in this crazy, messed up world right now, you know... You just need like, a vacation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need a vacation. You need break away from everything and... Um, I love Bonnie McKee. Love, love, love her. Like loved her career so far. Um, it's a good track. So
1: I loved Bonnie McKee's initial single. And American this is going Girl. back years ago to American Girl. It was that perfect bubblegum sound mm-hmm. that she's known for. And then... You have been consistently sending me Bonnie McKee tracks over the years, (laughs) and I I haven't been a fan of them just because I'm always comparing them to that American Girl song. And so it's hard to match something that was, like,
0: great. That caliber. Yeah. That didn't also resonate with the general public. Right. But, so Bonnie McKee is now an independent artist. I'll mention that. And I think she's, for an independent artist, this is a good bop. I think she's she's doing a great job. Um, I'm always, I will always be here for a career. (laughs) Um, I'm going to call this one a bop and oh, wow. I, I thought the
1: verses were really strong and I was impressed even though the chorus wasn't, um, earworm like, I thought yeah. it showed off her vocal skills cause it was full of belts mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah, I think it's cool that she's showcasing that other
0: side, other her. element of her artistic, artistic side. So I'll call it a bob. God, a lot of people are releasing, a, releasing a, a lot of damn music recently. I feel like there's so many songs that are trying to get song in the summer. Yeah, we didn't even mention the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yucky. Maybe next time.
1: Okay, so we're going to do a new segment on our podcast. It's called um, Pick of the Week, and it's just meant to highlight an artist or song that may not be as popular, but we think it's worthy of mentioning because it's a good song, it's a... It's nice to get other artists'
0: names out there. And I'll preface this is Drew's pick of the week. I didn't yes. know of his song in existence. Other so maybe weeks where we I bring a song that he may never, never heard of. Mm-hmm. So it's a like kind of our chance to kind of profile an up and coming artist. Right. And so this song is
1: called Your Side of the Bed. It's by a duo, Jackson Foot, or Foot and Emma Love Block. And, um, It's a song about a breakup, and it's a really clever spin on it, I feel. Um, It's basically telling the, the person who's gotten broken up with that, hey, I found someone else Instead of you. Like I found your replacement and they're on your side of the bed. So I thought it was just a really clever
0: breakup song. Empowering anthem. Yeah. Um she I will say the artist, I think it's a male a female duo according mm-hmm. to Drew. Um but the female's vocals are on here and they're great. I mean they're pleasant vocals. I mean I'll say I mean I don't know if it's a bop or a flop, but like I think it's a chill track. I think it's it's standard pop song, and I think they hit all the right marks. Yeah, I, I just really like the pounding
1: chorus. It's got some finger snaps in there, some guitar riffs. So, yeah, it's got all the Makings. all the elements that make a really strong pop song. So um,
0: I thought it was just worth bringing to the table. Yeah, I, and I don't know if we'll mention these are Bopper Flop's since they're up and coming yeah i mean we'll get we'll get we'll spare them <laughs> <laughs>
1: give them a break yeah. yeah so yeah it's it's just an opportunity to talk about new artists and new songs so
0: take a listen if you are interested in new music lute the song is called your side of the bed can't sleep because he's where you're supposed to be at he's So too down. How do you feel, Drew? Well, we uh,
1: are not not anywhere close to an hour, so I thank goodness. That we're, <laughs> we're we're pleasing the uh, the audience on that front.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, honestly, we love everyone's feedback. Um, this is again our passion project. It's nice to kind of have this outlet here. Um, we're going to encourage everyone to share your thoughts, to share your comments on songs. Um, we're going to find a way to. Integrate your voice messages in our next episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, uh, remember
1: to follow us on all of our social media yes. and go to us, go to our website, boptothismusic.com. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Yeah, all at, to, at boptothismusic. So if you... like, subscribe. Yeah, like if, you've, if you've followed us already, then tell your friends about us because that's the best way to get us. the word out is by talking about it. So, um spread the spread the word that we are out here talking about music
0: yeah so not only are we on soundcloud but we're going to be we're on itunes and we are going to be on more platforms like spotify and more so stay tuned for those links um again bobsysmusic.com and i just want to thank everyone so much for listening i uh, hope everyone's a great day yeah thanks guys
1: we always appreciate listeners old and new so continue listening
0: and continue listening to Bops and Flops. <laughs> At bop to his music. Yay. <laughs> All right. This is Drew. And this is Mike. We're
1: signing off for now.